Oh, behave. Yeah, let, let's get started. Put it in the skin box in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 185 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, sometimes interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. And our love of the game, we'll have to hold for a second because we have pregame talk that we brought into the actual show. <laughs> I'm always, it's funny, like Sin and I or Des are talking about things. I'm like, hmm, let's talk about it on the show that's actually being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we could you love listeners don't want to miss out on you know hearing anything from us that's pre-game exciting. or post-game talk basically that's true and we actually started our um, live chat channel a little earlier today and so we had a guardian hub before dark that people were able to talk in a little bit shout out to Rodimus Sin, me um, you know we have some questions we'll get to those soon but right before the show I'll start off this time, Sin, saying how I'm doing <laughs> right before I'll the show. It. I know, right? Um, trying to eat dinner, and we have one of those higher tables that uh, almost like bar height, but like legit chairs you sit on, not like bar chairs. And then the main reason why we have that is it really helps so the dogs don't get to the food when we're trying to eat. But uh, my cat decides to try to jump up onto my lap to a much higher sitting position than a normal chair. And he biffs it half the way up. He's like almost to my lap, but not quite. So, of course, being a cat and biffing it, his claws were like dug into my legs on the way down. (laughs) Ouch. Parkour kitty. And I have a bunch of scratch marks that are still just barely stopping bleeding right now. Yep. (sighs) You know, it's one thing, like, the dogs sometimes will kind of, like, playfully bite you a little hard, and it's like, yeah, that's, that burns or whatever. But, like, the cat, it's like razor blades to the skin. <laughs> God. Right. I think most cats are. I'm starting to think that's, like, a, a mark of a cat owner. Because occasionally you have these, like, scratches and cuts across you. What happened? Yeah. Oh, just my cat. No big deal. <laughs> And and most, it's actually been quite a while since anything's happened. So this was quite unexpected and quite, I was like, <laughs> you know, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, Drafty coming in hot with, uh, you know, not buying my story. He thinks something else happened. We'll leave it up to your imagination, Drafty. You know. <laughs> But anyways, what's... Drafty bringing in the dirty minds early. Yeah. yeah. Save it for After Dark. We're just on the normal show right now. We yeah. had pre-game and... Oh, this is pre-dark and, and 
during dark. Yeah, yeah. We got to have a normal show too. Us uh, and what is new? Um, I took four different medications today after consulting a doctor. Nice. I've been uh, battling a congestion, respiratory infection for over a week now. So a combination of a stronger mucinex, a steroid, an antibiotic, and a, some kind of cough medicine pill. Mm. So I have the spectrum of medications right now. But hopefully it'll help, even though that nice. sounds annoying. And then my wife uh, got home and graciously pointed out on the steroid that it had certain timings you had to meet for the six pills you had to take on day one. <clears throat> I, however, took all six at once because oh I didn't God. read that portion. <laughs> Sin, are we going to have to check on you later? Probably. <laughs> Make sure... <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, we're going to DM you all throughout the night to make sure you're still with us. My mouth is a little dry, so not going to lie. <clears throat> and um, yeah, apparently you're supposed to take like two in the morning, two midday, two at night. And that wasn't on the exterior of the box. It was actually on the packet where you actually pop them out of. And I didn't see that. And then she graciously pointed out that I put them out the wrong way out of the box. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vert you vertical. Because there's like they go six, five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> so it's all the same, whether you do vertical or horizontal. And I did uh, the vertical one, but day one was like the horizontal line all the way up top, which is probably why I didn't read it to begin with. Who knew you had to learn geometry and algebra in high school to take your pills? <laughs> yeah, basically. So uh, that was one, two, three, four, six, ten, uh, ten, ten pills all at once that I took. Quite a lot. And I don't normally take medication, so hopefully it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it probably will be. But that that is that is uh, interesting nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, Des, what about you've been Des? taking any crazy pills. amount of pills lately? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think the occasional leave for body aches and pains. That's and my uh, sleep gummies. Ooh, nice! They've actually been working out pretty well, and I'm actually super stoked that they've still been working. Because uh, being, you know, a ten-year-long third shifter, I've tried like melatonin to mm -hmm. help, you know, keep a regular sleep schedule when your sleep schedule can't be regular type deal mm -hmm. and they've never worked like consistently but these things are like a low dose melatonin with just a holy crap ton of like other stuff to try and help you sleep so like herbal crap gotcha so, gotcha gotcha so they're not yeah. sleep gummies they're sleep gummies you can get at the store oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay i wasn't sure <laughs> yeah they're entirely over the counter um okay yeah, but like oh, I said, an actual pharmacist, not a street pharmacist. I mean, if you want, to or a dispensary the, pharmacist. <laughs> I was about to say, if you want to call the local food line a pharmacist, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's good that they work. Um, melatonin is an interesting thing. I, I know my kids have taken it a lot. It was nothing I ever did growing up. Um, I tried once or twice, and 
supposedly if you don't get the doses right, you can get like weird dream crap. And it seemed like I did. It might have just been coincidental. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I don't know. Melatonin's always one of those weird things because it's a, supposedly a natural hormone um, that basically dictates it's time for uh, something that like your brain releases in order to get you ready to go to sleep. It's like that. It's apparently photosensitive. Um, so as it gets dark, like the brain releases it and that's what like gets you in the mood to sleep. Supposedly. Yeah. But like I said, then you get like a lot of these accounts of it, you know, making weird dreams. And it's like, huh, that's weird. But yeah, so I don't yeah. know for certain, but eh, I don't know. Like I said, this stuff is like low dose and holy crap, kind of like elf theamine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, it's been working. It's fantastic. It's great. But I'm on an early. Yesterday was my last day working, so huzzah. I took tomorrow off, so I have a long weekend. Okay. Yay. So my sleep schedule is going to get screwed. Mm. Yeah. That's fine. Pretty much happens yeah. every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about when I go to sleep when I don't have to work. So. Oh, yeah. Me too. Even though you're supposed to go to bed and wake up at the same time on the weekends, (laughs) whatever. That's (laughs) what fun is that, (laughs) right? (laughs) What fun is that? Uh, Of course, if you got the kiddos waking you up, right, Sin? Yeah. Oh God, that's true. Even on my days off. Although this morning she uh, had a little device time and let me sleep in a little bit. Excellent. All right. So we talked about that. Uh, let's, we have a couple questions. We'll just start off now. Hopefully we'll get some more questions. So that's kind of when I want to start them. And then we could talk about what we've been doing in the game and then some fun news in this week's TWAB. But question for the show, what is your biggest pet peeve in destiny? This is from Rodimus, Rodimus Prime. It's actually kind of a good question. I, don't have a great answer. I kind of had to think about it some. Uh, maybe I'll think more. Uh, I want Sin to start first. <laughs> I know what your biggest pet peeve is. Oh, well, maybe you do, actually. But I, I'm just trying to think like like strikes, no. Um, like all the things that <laughs> Bungie presents to us, you know. I'm, t- I'm talking about like the other least. night. The no, no, no. Well, that's not from Bungie. <laughs> it's a destiny pet peeve is it not not really i don't can't count no. as that <laughs> okay fine 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 um i don't know uh pet peeve as far as destiny is concerned <clears throat> you did use the word destiny saying you can reread the question if you want yeah i know i'm uh i'm, I'm trying to think i don't really know if there is a big pet peeve <clears throat> i mean they would know better about the game than we would if they made it <clears throat> but um Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I could say uh, quit changing things, but I like the fact that a lot of things change often because it keeps it interesting. I'm sure some people don't like the fact that you know stuff changes, you know stuff goes away, stuff comes back. <clears throat> but I, I find that kind of interesting, especially that in the state of destiny where we're at. So I really don't have a good answer for that. 
As Rodimus says in the chat, WTF are you babbling about? <laughs> Des, do you have any better answers? <laughs> uh, we're going to have to send our well wishes and thoughts and prayers out for Sin tonight uh, just to make sure he makes it through tonight. I know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We're a little concerned. Because <laughs> I think everyone had that same reaction. Like, what? Just because I took the medicine all at once doesn't mean I won't be okay. <laughs> okay. If you say so. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, my biggest pet peeve in Destiny. Um, the players in Destiny. <laughs> Oh come on! Hilariously, I agree, but think of just try to try to pick something also like an activity, something in the game, you know. Oh no, I was, uh, I was gonna elaborate with uh, okay. people that are uh, people that essentially conditionally complain about Destiny, <laughs> um, which are predominantly also like. <sighs> okay, a lot of it is player based because it, it, it's annoying that people. It's annoying to hear people rag on the bugs and quality of life and things in Destiny, uh, but as long as it's not uh, directly affecting them, then Destiny is a great game. That's 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 a huge. Just like what? But anywho, um, I don't know. I'm just saying that because I gave Sam a hard time too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's also that that's my biggest. As yeah. far as in Destiny, I mean, it's not even Destiny's fault, but you know the grindy stuff. It's a little, uh, like I said, the more I play the game, it can, I do notice like my uh, tolerance for grind does slowly decrease and doing the same activities over and over and over and over and over again does like had slowly decreased as I was playing. So, I mean, that's probably, and then just hearing about some of those uh, um, seasonal challenges, like level up. This many weapons, I mean, yeah, they made it easier, but still, like, initially hearing level up so many weapons to a certain level, it's like, ugh, that's awful. Yeah. But yeah, yeah extreme that's actually, stuff. That's similar to what I was going to say. Um, yeah, you know, you obviously know this because you were saying this, and, and I feel the same way. A lot of it isn't necessarily Bungie's fault. they got to put things in the game for people to do, and a lot of these things yeah. we can just say, like, oh, they're, I don't care, so it's not going to affect me. But if I still have to answer the question, I love doing all the seasonal challenges, or at least as many as I can, and some of the, these are pretty stupid, like a second reset to get the ornament for these ritual weapons. You know, the Vanguard, the Crucible, the Gambit. That's probably my biggest pet peeve right now, is how you have to reset those twice to get the uh, ornaments. And that's a pretty big grind for stuff that I don't really love doing, Strikes, Crucible, or Gambit. Yeah. And what's more, it, all it's giving you is a stupid ornament, and what's more is it's one of the seasonal challenges. So it makes it really hard to uh, get those things done. And of course, you you know if you're smart, you'll do it when it's double rep, which I do, and that makes it a lot more bearable. Uh but um, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. So I don't have really yeah. tons. That's why I like the game, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's why that, we are doing a podcast? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one reason. Like, we can stay like healthy-minded about the game, like just as groups, is because we aren't super annoyed by a lot that happens in the game. It's legitimately like people. 
I think that bug us the most rather than things that Bungie makes or decisions that they do. Yeah. Most of the time anyway. Exactly. And all the podcasts that stick around like us, GDC, Potato Thumbs, uh, everyone, we have to have a love of the game. Yeah. And so you're probably not going to hear anything too crazy from us, <laughs> but uh, hey, that's what it is. So oh, he's been far too flexible in this game. <laughs> <laughs> too too forgiving. I, maybe I could be a little too forgiving at times, but I try to like still. I mean, it's well. First of all, I just I've always had the mentality like if things don't have to bug me, they're not going to. So. I ignore a lot of stuff, whether you call that too forgiving or not. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just ignoring it. But uh, uh, a lot of grind things I do like, especially if it's newer stuff, I haven't minded doing a lot of these catch crash things, especially master catch crash, because it actually is a little more meaningful, not so boring, but not super hard that it's like annoying to get done. So it's like medium level. It's like the only medium level stuff that's in the game right now. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of rewards, a lot of loot from it. You can. That is my favorite way right now to grind weapons to level 10 to level 20. I don't want to be doing Shirochi over and over again uh, or whatever right. the grind thing is these days. I'd rather be doing a new activity and things like Legendaires, things like Master Catch Crash for me are the funnest places to do these grinds right now uh right now i'm at level 17 almost to level 20 and then i'll have that last thing to get my seasonal triumph and the title of scallywag nice and I'm just, mm. but yeah uh i will definitely say i'm somewhat something of too forgiving but it's only because of my background and being like one of those individuals that played like early mmos which were awful like modern MMOs, are, I think I do have. I think they're more fair, um, but like early back in the day stuff is ridiculous. So having went through and lived through that, uh, I don't know. The, the like a lot of this still isn't that bad, even if it's not my, not my exact uh, cup of tea. You know? Yeah, yeah. So and I've always this... perspective. There we go. Yeah, exactly. And and this there's a lot of things I'd like to see changed. I don't consider them pet peeves, but the some of the this some of the very like two percent of all the quote grindy things in the game, there there's only a couple that uh are more annoying to me. Of course I would love to see more strikes, things change there, more targeted yeah. loot, things like skeleton keys. There's so many things they could do with strikes, gambit, crucible. Everyone says that if you're a Crucible lover, there's so many things they can do with Crucible. If you if you like Gambit, there's so many things you can do with Gambit. It's got to be hard because, you know, even having a big team, it can be hard when you have so many things in the game. And uh, I would love for them to have even more. So we'll see what can happen. But the fact that they don't yet, I just kind of ignore it. I don't care for it to affect me. So. I mean, think about it. Uh, Call of Duty, uh, even Assassin's Creed for a while. I mean, they ended up having what? Somewhere between two and four like entire development companies working around the clock on separate titles just to make like yearly content. So I still don't know 
because I mean, sure, Bungie is larger. Like they're not exactly the, you know, the indie company that they were when they started Destiny. Sure, but I still don't know if they're large enough to really keep up with consumer demand. I don't think. No, oh, and that's the thing. You have even these companies. We've talked about this before, like Google, Apple, Microsoft. They have thousands close to a million employees sometimes. So when you have all the outreach departments and contractors and everything like that, and it's just things there still don't get done all the time. So just having right. a lot of employees doesn't mean you're going to have a better chance of getting things done. You have to have it. You got to have the machine well oiled. Um, you got to find stuff that you can actually do uh, quickly. And, uh, you know, for example, Festival of the Lost stuff, it doesn't bother me so much that it was mostly rinse and repeat from last year. They added a new Lost Sector. Yeah, if they could have had two, that would have been super awesome. And I give them a pass. That's about as good as they could have done. But it is a little annoying with that, that uh, it's very similar to the last year, yet they have so many of the last year's bugs still in it. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, That's yeah. a little perplexing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that one I can kind of get. I mean, I always try to give the seasonal stuff definitely way more lenience than I probably should because I mean that's the free content. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Considering it's free for everyone, it has no. I mean, it essentially loses the money to put anything towards it, kind of. I don't know, it's considering they're starting to do those cards. Uh, maybe not, but either way, like I said, the original like mentality of the seasonal activities was is basically just an entire loss of money. Because uh, mm-hmm. there was nothing up front that they could get from it. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they, they used to also, didn't they tell us something like, was it the seasonal activities that were made from like another pool of money that from people buying ornament stuff? Or was that like things like the Whisper of the Born mission? I'm trying to remember. I remember they said that for like, it was either Whisper or Out- the Outbreak mission. Okay. Which and obviously I mean, things are way different now, but uh, they are. How they pull But it the doesn't money. mean they shouldn't be able to do that again. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, you try running a large company, said it's. Yeah, it's and there's. Hard. There's a lot of differences between that era yeah. and now because they had to pull money. They kind of had to like uh, tempt you into buying Eververse stuff because that was their additional budget and income outside of Activision, their publisher. Like the publisher still got got their cut, so they. I, I was somewhat understood like certain things were still, you know, slightly scumbaggy in practice. Um, but yeah, that's, and, but now like, that's still all on their shoulders now. So, you know what part of it could be too, is back then they had other studios working on sub content and that could be a good and a bad thing. But as far as getting more content, you're usually probably going to get that when you have other studios, even if you have the same amount of total employees, here's how I'm guessing it's going. When you have, let's say a thousand employees now in just Bungie and back then maybe they had 500 and then with their, their other studios doing content, that was like another 500. 
Well, the thousand employees they have now at Bungie, they're all following the same chain of command workflow. Things getting done have to move up the ladder at the same pace. It's probably is actually harder for them to approve and get new content going. Where before, since it was another studio, they could make their own decisions. I'm sure, obviously, Bungie still was deciding like it needs to be like this and this, but it's almost like they're like, oh, someone else is doing it. So they have more control and they can just get it done. And then they send it over to Bungie and it gets added into the game. I could be totally off, but that's just a speculation thing. I mean, from what I had heard on at least one part, uh, that might be fairly accurate because I remember. Uh, who was it? I think it was Wisniewski made mention of uh, because Huckleberry was being worked on. Like, even like the weaponry and like exotics, because Huckleberry was not a Bungie idea. That was one of the studios that was working with them that sent that in was the idea of the Huckleberry and it being a Tex Mechanica SMG. And uh, they actually gave the studio a warning. It's like, okay, but it's Tex Mechanica. People have like, you know, people like have standards on like this style and like how it operates and everything. But still, like, it was still like their idea. So you, you might not be that far off. Yeah. Just getting things done. It's like, um, oh shit, I forget where I was going with the point now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just getting things done. It can happen. So I don't know. But uh, hopefully we will continue. I mean, obviously things are pretty good. Uh, it would be nice if in Lightfall they can find a way to make Strikes and Gambit a little more exciting again. I feel like regardless with having... Oh, I know what I was going to say. But yeah, having over time, I feel like we've almost been getting less and less Strikes every year. I know they brought some back, yeah. so I guess that kind of counts as having the same amount, but it used to be at least three new strikes each expansion, and even sometimes a strike halfway through the year. And now we're barely getting like two per expansion. Yeah. So That's okay. They'll introduce them, and you'll get the same one over and over when you do your rotating strike list. <laughs> well, you do know I... it's supposed to be that way at first. Which one are you getting over and over again for the... Uh... The Lost Sector Sin, because I see that in the chat. Or Rodimus. The Servitor. <laughs> uh, the EDZ the one, one they brought back from D1, yeah. Is the EDZ the new one? Because uh, they, the they do wait. One. They do weigh the new ones. Okay, if it's not the new one, then that doesn't make as much sense. But Okay, well, I was going to say one last thing real quick is um, this conversation kind of ironically goes way back to the conversation of when Bungie was breaking off from Activision. And remember, and I still agree this way, but remember, everyone's like, this is the best thing to ever happen. But I was thinking, and some people were saying, well, this, we do have to be a little cautious because this doesn't yeah. necessarily mean we are going to have more or better content. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of a time to reevaluate that and say like, Okay, maybe it is true that with Activation, Activision and the extra studios that were helping out, maybe we could have, if they were still under that model, maybe we could have, quote, more destiny now. I don't know for sure. You know. It's certainly potential. 
but I will say I do think ever since the break off, like sure we haven't received like more content, um, but their storytelling has like become fantastic. Oh, like yeah. no, no one can as it goes. There. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, sure we're missing out on like maps and we're missing out on stuff, but. It, I don't know. Everything's like connecting, and things are like a coherent story. And there's been so, other than the seasonal like finales, uh, which of course will, like you said, they're kind of destined to fall a little flat. But beyond that, there hasn't really been much to actually fall flat. I don't think, anyway. No. The things that happen even in the middle of the story are always quite amazing. Like when the story's yeah. happening, when the story's actually happening. It is interesting, so I don't need to have like a big finale necessarily. It would be nice every once in a while. It'd be cool to get a live event again, maybe yeah. leading into nightfall, whatever, or lightfall, whatever. Yeah. But, but overall, it's cool. Yeah. To so, so that's apparently like, uh, I guess with hindsight, that's apparently the choice we're left with. I mean, the Activision Bungie that could pump out slight more content, or current solo bungee that kind I mean I mean at least they have the storytelling at the very least I can't say much more is different between the two eras but that like just glaringly sticks out to me so well they did an excellent job with the witch queen campaign oh god yes and the raids have been on point uh yeah so it's just kind of like the whole strike crucible gambit stuff is the the stuff yeah. that what we have to turn to for doing our repeatable weeklies or when there's nothing else to do in the game. It would be nice to have something to make it interesting. Or we've said before, oh, yeah. true horde mode. I don't know again if that can even happen with the way the game is and its engine and everything, but uh, something to get our interest. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get you. I don't know, maybe uh, in the next iteration they can figure out uh, something better than playlist activities. Because it seems, yep. as the game goes on, it seems like that's like, that's always, that always seems to be the, like, linchpin of just, it's like, it's always available, but no one really wants to do them after a while, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very true. Well, I'd say let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing in the game. We've kind of done that. Sen, you're grinding Festival of the Lost stuff, even though I'm not. Um, Festival and weeklies. <laughs> so the boring things. It's it really is, and uh, you know, talking about the the leveling up of you know the the resets for the vendors. That is awful to have to try to reset once and reset again for the ornaments. And then because the ornaments are tied to triumphs. Yeah. The weeklies. So I would yeah. say that uh, going back, that is a huge pet peeve, the multiple reset thing. How is the grind in the lost sectors going? Are you getting some progress? on those things where you have to do the annoying thing where you have to kill all 15 or get shots in them and everything like that. Yeah. I've gotten two of the four needed and that is really needed for uh, gilding. And then I've gotten the same, same law sector over and over now for the last three times. So that doesn't help. 
But like, what about um, where you have to do like happy haunting ground? How many do you have of 35 for that? Oh, like 10 maybe. Yeah. Because that's one of the bugged ones too, where you have to, I think that's the one, the one where you have to get all 15, I think. I only have three out of 35, and I've done at least 10 to 15 lost sectors. Yeah. Slightly annoying, not going to lie. Well, that's why I've given up on this. It's it's fine, whatever. I just I don't know. Like of all the of all the seasonal events, I kind of feel like this one is the most buggy and probably like the least good one for like newer players and people to hop into because of like if you were just coming into the game and you're like oh, an extra thing added in a seasonal event and you're running into all these issues and things like pages are still not manifesting even today unless you do all these weird things. Uh, not for everyone. A lot of people it's been fixed, but uh, you may be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, uh, any fun uh, raid stuff we've been doing? Um, I know, Sin, you got the... Oryx challenge checkpoint, right? Yeah, I need to do the master starting back from the back first to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So this week I need to do. And, and what I other ones? We were, I got Golgoroth. That's been about it. So I'm close so, on my title. Yeah. So you got War Priest and Totems. Uh, oh, do you still have to do daughters? And sis- yeah, daughters. I'm going to call them sisters. sisters. Yeah. How did that and, ever start? Uh, Were they? I mean, I know they're sisters, but doesn't the counter actually say daughters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are daughters, but they are also sisters. So it's like, I mean, either way, you're still right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Technically correct. When people but... say sisters. <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to promote that they're daughters. That's the whole point. We're killing them, and then Oryx is mad. I mean, he's already mad with us, but... <laughs> Anyways. I know we were helping uh, Radical and a few people uh, last night oh, to try yeah. to get it clear. Or I think it was Blue's first time. I yep. know we're going to be finishing that up tonight with the Oryx checkpoint. And I still need to run my three characters to try for Touch of Malice. Gotcha, gotcha. So no official clears this week yet? Not yet. Okay. But we'll get at least one soon. <laughs> and it's surprising, too, because it's end of month, and I'm actually off on a Thursday. So, oh, shit, uh, it is getting close, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. I told you it was going to be a little bit different. Last month, My the last three days fell on my day off, so I kind of missed it. Mm-hmm. But this week, the last three days for us starts tomorrow. So I was still able to get my day off. I left a little early yesterday, came in a little late one of the other days. So definitely a little bit different than before where it was the last 10 days you, you're grinding. We're fairly mm-hmm. close to our number, so it's been a little more lax. Yep, yep. All right, well, let's talk about some... Uh, let's talk about spiders. No, let's talk about some uh, pretty cool news in the TWAB. Do you have that graphic, Des? I can post it in our chat if you don't. Or it's under also our uh, news channel. I can pull this up here too. Destiny News. And Des is muted right now. So 
I can start on that. No worries. Whoops. I did not oh, no realize worries. You're I back. was still muted. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, now that I'm here and heard. Um, yes, Twab. Kind of like, to be honest, but uh, some pretty good news. Um, so I guess first big news is uh, Deepstone Crypt weapons are will become craftable uh, starting in Season 19. Woohoo! Um, they do say every encounter will be possible to drop a deep sight weapon. Um, and of course you can buy a deep sight weapon at the end for spoils, uh, very much like Val, uh, is what it sounds like. So that's going to be super nice. Um, they have, uh, rearranged the perk pools on the weapons a little bit. Um, they did want to try and find like a uh, old and new perks to pair well with reconstruction, recombination, and redirection, which started in Deepstone. So, yeah, some very nice and potentially spicy uh, role combinations would be possible there. Um, also, speaking of which, reconstruction, recombination, and redirection will have enhanced versions. So, that's going to be busted. Yeah. And fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and they will have a origin trait, uh, the Bray Inheritance. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, concerning <laughs> concerning drafting, um, <clears throat> they they haven't really said what they're going to do, um, but they have been looking at crafting and its implementation. Well, they do also. It, it does apparently mention it's coming in Lightball. Um, but they have been looking at crafting and they've been hearing like feedback concerning crafting. Um, so they definitely have some goals that they want to uh, implement to try and help the system as a whole. Um, so, uh, first and foremost, uh, they want to re reduce the deep sight weapon hoarding, um, considering, you know, <laughs> hilariously even though weapon crafting patterns can be difficult to come by deep sight weapons are kind of common um, so they are they do kind of want to like drop uh, how often deep sights drop and they want to of course like I said to get rid of hoarding deep sight or red borders uh, for currency essentially um they do also want to introduce alternate ways to earn deep site currencies. Uh, so hoarding won't be absolutely necessary. Uh, and I do remember reading, which I'm not, it's not in the recap, but uh, they do mention that they don't, that basically weapons that aren't craftable will not be able to drop as deep site weapons anymore. Uh, if I remember reading that properly, yeah, I I think I read that too, and that is makes sense yeah. because it especially does. being a newer player, but even me sometimes I'll see a weapon like yeah. I don't think this is craftable, and I get all excited. Let's just see, exactly. and then no, it's not. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because that's like because they mentioned some stuff like for confusion and such, and yeah, there's nothing more confusing, especially for a new character. Like if you're told, oh yeah, deep sight weapon, and you get one of those, and you're going to be able to craft it. 
And then all of a sudden you're getting, you know, a strike playlist weapon in deep sight. And your first thought is, I can craft this. How many more do I need? No, you can't. So just that clarity is going to be fantastic. Um, and also get rid of a lot of like excess uh, red border weapons that people might be uh, stockpiling on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do want to reduce the bad luck in uh, weapon recipe unlocking as well. Um, so one way they're hoping is to allow uh, certain deterministic choices and like try and target certain weapons, which I also remember reading. Uh, that can be like a touch and go thing in like you know a looter like Destiny. Uh, you know, having too direct of a choice or a path into things, essentially. So that's something that they do have to balance, because, I mean, it's still like an engagement like a looter shooter, so there's still going to be some elements of luck. Yeah. Um, so another goal is to also reduce loadout stress. Um, Ooh, this is such as, you know, for me, yeah. Yeah, which, uh, you know, just having to use a weapon in order to gain, you know, either resonance with it or experience with it. The only way you can do that is equipping it. So. And I have a better RNG drop of the weapon that I'd rather use, but I have to use the stupid crappy rolled one to level it up. (laughs) Exactly. But um, they do want to. Well, actually, I don't even think they even had something. They just mentioned that that's the only way, and they kind of want to fix that. I don't remember seeing anything, any kind of specific about no. it fixing that, but that is a goal they are looking to improve upon. Just no, no hints just yet. Um, and they've already told us before that they want to improve the value of weapons rewards for master raid content. Um, so new lightfall and adept weapons have access to enhanced perks, but will not be craftable. So again, we, we already got like a hint of that. So we're still not a hundred percent sure what they're talking about really there, but there is of course that. Um, so yeah, cause I think also one thing that was mentioned potentially, was just the amount. Yeah. I think that was uh, with potentially the loadout stress. Just like the amount of time it can take to level up a weapon. So those are just some things that they've noticed and like some goals moving forward, like with crafting, which we'll probably find out more. They'll probably give us a few more details, probably like I mean potentially, hopefully like before Lightfall. Um, considering these are craft improvements coming for Lightfall. Uh something tells me they probably don't. 100% know exactly like how they're going to move forward with this. I mean, after all, they still got what, like three, four, five, six months, something like that? That good, that good time. Yeah. It's a thing. And, and or it may not even come at the beginning of Lightfall. Maybe one of these things coming soon, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> half season in or second season in, you know. And um, rest in peace, uh, Stadia. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess Google yeah, has announced officially that Stadia is going bye-bye. Um, so sad to hear about that for all six Stadia Destiny players. Um, <laughs> kidding. Um, for the people we warned against. I mean, <laughs> Not the best place kinda, to play it. 
<laughs> um, no, but we do feel bad if, if that's where you're. Yeah, we do. Yeah, seriously. Like, like if that's your primary source of destiny, I do definitely feel bad that you fell for a gimmick, which isn't even your, the, like, I mean, it's not even their fault. No, no. Yeah. Gimmicks come and go. And sometimes we bite into them like really hard. I mean, how, how foolish does like 3d TV owners feel now, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, right. <laughs> um, like, let's be honest. If I had money at the time, I'd probably have a 3d TV and I'd still be using it because God, those things are expensive. Um, <laughs> but no, um, so yeah, like definitely like not a person's fault. You, like you fell for gimmick. It happened, and now you're just left with repercussions. But at the very least, um, apparently Bungie is trying to look into a way to kind of help. But their biggest piece of advice, of course, right now is before January the 18th, if you're playing Stadia, enable your cross-save. Just go ahead and enable your cross-save and link it to your Stadia. Um, Because apparently that way... Uh, Bungie will be able to save what you have uh, because apparently after that time you'll essentially lose everything. Um, and if you deactivate cross-save after the 18th, you can still potentially lose everything. So if you're playing Stadia, even if you don't you know, even if you don't cross-play, activate your cross-save so that way you can you know, keep going at the very least. So yeah, yeah, to find something. That. Yeah, I mean, let's say they don't have a good enough PC to play on, or even a PlayStation or an Xbox, but they have like a laptop or a crappier PC. You can you can consider. Um, I mean, you have to put some money into it uh, because you actually have to buy Destiny, but you can consider GeForce Now. A lot of people. The funny thing is yeah. this has been around longer than Stadia and yeah. it even supposedly works better with the latency that they have. And uh, you can still play remotely so you don't have to have a good video card in your PC. Yeah. So look into GeForce Now. They have a free version that lets you play up to an hour. But if you got serious, you'd want to put money into it, which I believe is 15 a month. And then you also have to buy Destiny, unfortunately, on Steam for it to work. Yeah. Well, you could start with the free version, test it out, and then that could be your, unfortunately, money put into it, but your exit plan if you don't want to buy yeah. like a new PC or PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, for sure. Um, and definitely if you enable cross-save, I mean, considering Destiny is like a free game on Steam, I mean, if you link like a Steam and, I don't know, something or another, but yeah, somehow can link a Steam to it, I mean, that way you can still have access, but yeah. Uh, because anything you link to the cross-save after the fact will have access to that save data, so... Mm-hmm. like, And again, who knows, Bungie might actually come up with <laughs> some capability of some kind of... I don't know. I don't, even, I don't really want to get people's hopes up, but they've mentioned doing something or trying to do something, so... Yeah. Hopefully it's something great uh, because, like I said, this it's a tragic thing. And Bungie, Bungie even got suckered into it. And 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 by no bad 
necessarily reason on their side. A lot of developers, not just Bungie, are pissed. They said Google didn't give yeah. them any warning, and they found out on the same day the developers did that the customers did that it was going to be shut off. <laughs> oh snap! That's yeah. I swear, as Google goes, they're getting to be a kind of a crappy company. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> they yeah. Were, they were like fantastic at the start, like. But as they go, they're just having some really questionable and scummy like practices all of a sudden, and I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but Apple's still too expensive, so. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone use Exchange email. Do not use Gmail. <laughs> use Outlook. It's so much better. As far as it's not like I love Microsoft, but they definitely put a lot of love and support into their ecosystem, even though I don't love their products as much, and so. Yeah, I, I being a tech guy and even being an Apple guy, I I will one thousand percent say I like the Microsoft services over the Google services. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, Microsoft's out front up front about being douchebags. <laughs> I mean, at least at the very least. But their email's pretty good. It works and it works well and it's reliable. Oh, sure. and it's it's just it's just there. That's what's good about it, you know. <laughs> I mean, then what? Skype's still around, right? Maybe. Is it barely? <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Skype since Zoom happened. <laughs> cool. That's the TWAB or anything but, else? I was about to say, uh, I would say Microsoft usually keeps projects around for longer than Google, but well, uh, yeah. usually. Mixer happened, so <laughs> that wasn't really. Uh, anyway, um, but no, that's pretty much everything on the TWAB. There's just a bunch of smaller stuff, of course, which read at your own behest or whatever. Mwahaha. Anyway. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about the raid stuff. Yeah, I mean, craftable uh, raid weapons are always very nice. Up to loot pool or perk pools are always super nice. Uh, some things that they mentioned was like a trusty with that new vault shot perk. Mm hmm. And the hand cannon with Volt Shot and Rampage? That's Prosperity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And uh, Incandescent's going to be an option. And yeah. There's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the trusty. Yep. Exciting. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, just everything that, you know. Yeah. The thing. The sword that, is really the only thing I didn't use much at all. Uh, it looks I awesome. I know. <laughs> it looks yeah, awesome. But otherwise, it's just a sword, sadly. Yeah, yeah. I tried to make it work, but just a sword. <laughs> like an ordinary sword. It uppercuts. Whatever. Live update, Sin. What are you doing in the game? I am doing a Nightfall. Oh, not bad. What level? Just the regular. Kind of the, the casually working level. on the kills for uh, Deadeye or, yeah, Deadeye uh, gilding. Mm -hmm. I mean... I gotta get kills without dying. You could do, like, the next step up to at least nah. get, like, some kind of some kind of chance of something. I know. I always do the next level up because it's still match made and Exactly. A little bit better, little bit better stuff. Well, I mean, you have the chance of getting like 
I mean, I didn't get many, but you have that slim chance of getting the raid weapon. So, I mean, not raid weapon. Jesus, rifle weapon, strike weapon, weapons, and more, Jesus. and more general loot, like more prisms or cores or whatever. You know, yeah, potentially. Potentially, it's always just better just to do what? that one step up. PSA. And there are a couple nightfalls, even though most of them to get 100k, you need to be the third level up, which is um, not match made. But uh, I feel like there's a few you can do with blueberries and get 100k on the second. I don't level. know. There was definitely. Oh god, I can't remember. I think it was when Witch Queen launched. Uh, but there was definitely one. Was it Sepix? I don't. I think know. it might have been when they. I think it was when they reintroduced Sepix. You could actually like. If not 100k, very close to it, just with like the second step up, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not trying to sweat. <laughs> you don't have to sweat in there. <laughs> Promise you, you don't. Since <laughs> Sims acting like we're trying to get him to climb like the Himalayas or something. <laughs> do they have any champions in the basic level? Because also the second level up, there's a few champions, and so if you ever need those skills, you can get that too. Yeah, exactly. So many reasons to do the second level up. <laughs> You're like the first person I've heard from Sin that purposely picks the lowest level. <laughs> right? I'm just farming the kills, and you got to do the kills without dying. Oh, I mean, if you so that's the truth. Okay, you're scared about dying. <laughs> if I was, Skins. I'd be wearing Loralees, and I'm using Arc with a festival helm. So I'm still multitasking. Yeah, but you don't want to die. I still don't want to die, correct. Yes, and uh, uh, hopefully since... you won't tonight. <laughs> yeah, since, since group, so. Uh, hey, we all play the game how we like. I don't get that sin, but no. I thought I thought you were even saying you couldn't do it on the lowest level, but I I haven't even looked at that dead eye not dying thing yet, so I have no idea what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I try to look at them throughout the seasoning for the gilding just to kind of knock them out as I'm going. Well, we have as of recording this when this comes out one more week of Festival of the Lost, and then we should be having Iron Banner the week after that, and then hopefully some fun community building event. Whether it will actually be interesting or not, we will see. But hey, anything that brings a raid in is one of the options to learn to earn the currency and the tokens to build the thing we're supposed to build is a win in my book. I know we've been talking about that forever, I feel like. Has this season seemed slow? Kind of. Like, I don't time, know. time goes fast, but at the same time, we're just a little over halfway through the season. Maybe halfway plus a week or two. So I guess we're two-thirds of the way through the season now. <laughs> Still, though. Still, though. I feel like... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other questions in the chat? Question for the sin. Are you in the right spot? Yes, I'm gaming and podcasting. So I'm in the right spot. We are all in the right spot today, sir. We are not out uh, being hooligans on the street, so we are where we are supposed to be. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> sin, sin, you know, Sin likes to drag up and down his main street. 
<laughs> causing uh, havoc normally. Yeah, so I'll, <laughs> I'll be slamming in the back of my Dragula. <sighs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? If not, no worries. We will we cover it. Some lightness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do want to just end with one thing then. I want to mention also I did a charity stream with uh, Two Titans and a Hunter, Night Demon, and his son. And that was a lot of fun. His son, first time through a raid. And uh, you can check it out. I should still be on my stream, at least for a little bit, as a video on demand. But the main thing I want to bring up, and I'll put in the show notes, is it was a charity stream for a UK-based charity called Andy's Man Club, which is a men's suicide prevention charity. So I will post the link. I believe we had gotten close to 200 pounds of donation so far. So um, please look into that if you can throw a couple bucks that way. But it was a lot of fun raiding with... Uh, I hadn't, have I ever raided with Parody? I think maybe once before. And then Night Demon a couple times. And then his son. And then a couple other people hopped in. So it was a lot of fun with that. Nice. All right. Well, with that, we uh, really appreciate everyone listening to the show. So if you want to know how you can find us, I suppose we will tell you that now. Des, where can people get a hold of you? Good, sir. Uh, you can kind of get a hold of me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven. You can definitely get a hold of me at the Discords. Uh, get my game on. Um, and all that jazz. Sin. You can also kind of find me on Twitter at sin underscore media or in the Discord next to you two lovely gents or currently in a nightfall farming kills without dying. Kingsley, take us out. Yes, you can find me as Kingslayer Mac in the Guardian Hub Discord because I have my Kingslayer title. Or you can find me as Kingsley Mac everywhere else. Truly anywhere and everywhere. You can find information about our show either on Twitter as The Guardian Hub or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sen. Thank you, Des. And thank, thank you, you, everyone, for listening to the show. You're welcome. And we really appreciate you. We will catch you again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Thanks to RNG because you wrote something. But no, thanks for everyone in the chat. Rodimus, RNG, Drafty, Whoa. Scoot, we see you. Thanks for the comments. Although, RNG, did you yeah. really even say anything until the end? What good are you? I didn't show up until the end, so. Oh, okay. okay I've been busy fair. taking care of things. Sorry. <laughs> I got the notification, but I couldn't get it to my computer. <laughs> He's just hurry. being lazy, don't want to screw you up. Yeah, I'm just being honest. He's too busy watching this shitty night uh, Thursday night football game. <laughs> <laughs>
No, I take like, care of personal things. I got a vacation in a week. I got to get shit taken care of. So. Or, or you're like, I'll show up just in time so they can mention my name. At the very <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that man. Guardian Hub After Dark uh, clout. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The total clout of After Dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 